Why, hello everyone, my name is Peter Clausen, and I want to welcome you to my brand new podcast called Pod Rocket Peter. I'm coming straight at you from my coffee bar located right inside of my basement. And um, I chose this place because many great conversations and relationships have been fostered right here. And I thought to myself, you know, why don't I welcome more of you into my space and together we can take on the world. In this particular podcast, I want I want us to launch into a variety of different topics from current events to apologetics and scenarios that will hopefully get us thinking, get us inspired and somehow hopefully bring value to your life. Okay, so let me tell you a little bit about myself. I was born and raised right here in Leamington, Ontario. This is the the southernmost tip of Canada. I grew up listening to rock and roll, watching movies, and reading the Bible. My parents told me constantly while I was growing up to be all the camel I can be, which is a direct quote from an old Pauly Shore movie called In the Army Now. Thank you, 1990s. I love art and I love to draw. I also picked up my first pair of drumsticks when I was 16. Before then, I had to practice in my dad's shed with screwdrivers and old margarine containers. Drums were and are expensive and we did not have a lot of money. You see, music is a big part of my story. It kept me out of trouble and it also drove my parents insane. What changed me, I think, was learning that I was able to transfer what was in my head into the real world. If, if I could, and if I could manifest these beats, what else could I manifest? <laughs> Currently, I am blessed to be married to an incredible wife of 16 years, Maria, and I'm a father to four crazy, awesome children. I consider myself very blessed. I am an associate pastor at a local church here in Leamington, and I have been for over a decade. Much of my ministry revolves around media and junior youth ministry. So sometimes I'm filming, while other times I'm throwing a pumpkin off of a roof of the church. I don't know if I should keep that in there. It's a wild, crazy ride and I love it. The most important part about me is that I'm about Jesus. My faith is everything to me. It encapsulates my entire being. I'm about living out transformation in my own life and about helping others see it in theirs. See, to me, there is no greater purpose you can bring to the table than one through Jesus and that through his grace, you can accept him, overcoming all fear and injecting the greatest sense of meaning a human can conceptualize. You see, I, I made a commitment back when I was a teenager, when I was young. 
that whatever I do on this side of eternity, that I would live for something worth dying for. And I feel like I'm doing that. I'm not, I may not be famous, I'm not successful, at least by the world standards, but I'm fulfilled. I feel like God has me where he wants me. Growing up, I grew up in a more conservative church. You see, I'm from a Mexican Mennonite culture. My parents both migrated here to Canada from Mexico when they were both in their early teens. And they had me before they were 20 years old. So my experience growing up is different than a lot of people. My early church experience, it was not very positive. It wasn't very great. My personality, my art, and my drums, they were not really accepted in the church that I was attending while I was uh, growing up. I didn't fit the mold. You see, Mennonite boys were supposed to be fixing engines and driving trucks while I drove a base model 1985 Cavalier with flames that I spray painted on them. <laughs> we also cut up my friend's um, uh, goalie net in order to give the illusion that my car had a rolling cage inside of it. Yeah, I had a pretty interesting childhood. My, my parents introduced me to punk rock and they helped me buy my first drum set. So, I never really felt the need to really rebel against my parents. They encouraged me and they pushed me to pursue excellence in whatever I did. Now, I wish I could tell you that my childhood was always wonderful, but like most families, we had difficult times. And those parts of my story are important too, because they are a part of who I am and what makes me who I am today. So I didn't last very long at that church. It's a long story and maybe one day I will unpack it a little bit more. But another Mennonite church in the area scooped me and my few buddies up and they helped us heal, use our gifts and grow. That was 2002 and they have been stuck with me ever since. I'm kind of like a stray cat. The church gave me warm milk in a saucer and they have not been able to get rid of me. My philosophy of life is embrace the chaos. You see, life is not going to wait for you. Life is offensive, it's dangerous, and there isn't enough bubble wrap in this world that can shield you from what's coming. However, being grounded in faith has given me the ability to see past the pandemonium in this life. Embracing the chaos means I have peace that surpasses all understanding. My fears are swallowed up in my joy and the cares of this world don't have the same hold on me. They're dissolving my insecurities that keep me from, from keeping my crosshairs on, on the big picture. The big picture is hope. You see, when we have hope, you, you can look at the craziness of this world and you can just jump in. Instead of running from life, 
you're empowered to dive in and, and crowd surf over all of the things that normally strike fear in someone's life. And so I challenge you to embrace the chaos. Forget what people will think of you and give everything you got to a God who loves you enough to send his only son to die in your place to make a way for you to be made right with your creator. For some of you, it's going to be a paradigm shift, but there is no other thing that I can think of that can answer the most important questions a human will ask in their lifetime. Questions that, that pertain to a person's origin, meaning, morality, and destiny. Origin. Where did I come from? Meaning. What is the purpose of life? Morality. What is right and wrong? And who decides? Destiny. What happens to us after we pass? Do we meet our maker? Or do we simply just cease to exist? You see, a, a Judeo-Christian worldview is the only one that answers all of those questions with answers that cohere with reality. Well, I think I'm going to uh, conclude our time together during this podcast. Uh, my, my cat is now joining me, letting me know that I need to uh, pet him and give him, some, uh, give him some love. And he's probably going to knock my... Um, my stuff down, but that's okay. All right, so um, I want to wish you the Lord's greatest blessings throughout this week. I pray that you have a fantastic week, and uh, I can't wait to see you all again next time as we dive deeper into other topics. And hopefully, my cat doesn't destroy my camera equipment. What are you doing, buddy? Get down from here. Say hi. Meow.